Thank you, Bella. Appreciate it. As always, welcome back to another edition of the Soccer Specialist Podcast. I apologize for such a long delay between episodes. Uh, unfortunately, it's been really, really busy and not for good reasons. For those who don't know, my father passed away recently, a, about the same day as his funeral, maybe the day before. Uh, my healthy dog was not so healthy and I had to put her down two days after my father's funeral, and she was only seven. So as you can imagine, there's been a lot going on, and I just sort of pulled back on a lot of stuff that I was doing because I didn't have the time, but now we're going to get back into it, and here we go. Today, I just want to go through really just a bunch of little things that have kind of been uh, rolling around in my head with regards to helping you become a better soccer player. First thing, obviously, um, with what's happened, it gets you thinking about you know, time and, and, and not wasting opportunities and things like that. And it just reminded me, for those who don't know, the team I've been coaching for the past decade is now a bunch of seniors. We actually had three seniors on the team last year who graduated in, uh, in June, but now it's a, it's a team of seniors. There'll be U19 for the spring season, obviously the final season. And back when they were, you know, U8, U9, U10, U11, I would always tell them periodically to, especially when things were going were going tough is to enjoy what they were doing and, and enjoy every minute, every second, every opportunity that they had because it doesn't seem like it at the time, but it goes really, really fast. And here we are, right? 10 years later, looking back and they're going to be wrapping things up and, and going off to, uh, to college. So please enjoy every opportunity you get to play the game because athletic careers are very, very, very short. Um, and they go really fast. So you're going to blink and you're going to miss it. Okay, moving on. Um, technical skills, as we know, incredibly important in, in your success in soccer, right? There, real quick, I wasn't planning on mentioning this, but there's an offensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles who's becoming a really, really, really good tackle who was, I forget if he was a professional, professional rugby player or a professional uh, Australian rules football player in Australia, but he had never played football before. And now he's a starting offensive uh, left tackle in the NFL. That's the type of thing for great athletes that can be done in a lot of the major, a lot of the major team sports we talk about, basketball, football, soccer, baseball. But you can't do that with soccer. I don't care who it is. You give me a great athlete, great high-level athlete, world-class athlete in another sport who's never played soccer before, you are not going to stick them in the in the EPL or La Liga or anything like that, the Bundesliga. They're just not going to be able to do it. Soccer is a completely different animal. Now, all right, back on track. So anyway, about the technical skills. The focus should be, and it most often um, isn't, but it should be or should start with, complete and total mastery of the ball as an individual player. If you want a lot more detail on this, go to December 3rd, 2020. There's a two-part episode on player development. Um, the two things you need to master to be a great player. I did a deep dive into lots of detail on this topic. So go check that out. You get lots, lots more information on it. And you probably heard me say this before, master the ball, master the game. Okay. By mastering the ball at your feet, by being able to have complete and total control of the ball and that comfort level that goes with that, everything else about the game becomes easier. Everything. No longer are you going to get rid of it quickly. No longer are you going to get rid of it, you know, blindly in a panic. No longer are you just going to kick it away. Um, 
because you have confidence in your ability to control the ball in tight spaces, shield it, buy yourself a little time, whatever it is, and find angles to, get, to either pass or dribble out of trouble. You're going to play more, more confidently. And this confidence level, this ability to control the ball is going to lead to something really, really important. Because as we know, soccer is a decision-making game. It's going to lead to better decisions, right? It's soccer is a problem-solving, creative problem-solving sport, uh, which is all about decision-making. And that means so much of mastering soccer is mental. There are many aspects of the game that don't require physical ability or technical skills, as we talked about in past episodes. Uh, this means things like, I think maybe even the last episode I did, talking about things like vision, awareness, anticipation. And by being able to control the ball and have that comfort level with the ball, you make better decisions. That you, you improve things like vision, your awareness, your anticipation, all that. And when you more good decisions you make, the better off your team's going to be because soccer is a game of mistakes. You watch any game of soccer, try counting the mistakes sometime, right? The turnovers, the, the bad touches, all, all these things. Who's going to make fewer mistakes and, of course, fewer big mistakes, even more importantly? So I want to give a quick and simple example. And this is one that drives me nuts because I see so many young players doing this and there's no need for it. And it's, it's all mental. It's amazing to me how many players I, receive, I see receive a pass with the wrong foot. They're setting themselves up for failure right away. Soccer is so fast. You need every advantage you can get. Yet, so many times players are going to take the ball with the wrong foot simply because they aren't mentally engaged enough to take a few simple shuffle steps, reposition their body, and take the ball with the correct foot. What some people like to call the back foot or letting the ball, you know, letting the ball roll across your body, which is allowing them to see the field and have more time to make a good decision. Combine that with your comfort level, you're mastering the ball, and it makes the game so much easier. It gives you so much more time. Look, a half a second in soccer is an eternity. And if you take the ball with the wrong foot, you're already setting yourself up for failure. You got to go right back to the player who gave you the ball if you can, because you cannot see the rest of the field. Or you got to take the time to get yourself turned. And in that amount of time, the defense closes, puts you under pressure, and causes a turnover. You know, to that point, I saw a lot of uh, entertaining, a lot of competitive soccer this fall, youth soccer. But you know what was missing? Go right back to what I said again master the ball, master the game, ball control. It was missing players who had the ability to keep the ball under pressure, players who have the ability to beat defenders off the dribble. And I mean off the dribble. I don't mean kick it down the field and sprint sprint past a slower defender. I mean players who can win a ball, maybe have two or three defenders close to them, stay composed, control the ball, find a little bit of space that they can to, to either make a pass out of pressure or even dribble out of it. Okay? And so I'm not talking about the kind of dribble um, forward and beat multiple defenders. As I mentioned necessarily, I'm not talking, always talking about just dribbling through an entire team. That's what I, not what I necessarily mean about mastering the ball, although the 1v1 play is incredibly important. But just that kind of control of the ball, that confidence in that control of the ball that you need to keep the ball under pressure and then dribble out of it to make a go or even pass out of it right away if you can create the angle for a, a teammate who's aware, who supports you correctly. And this is why we see far too much kicking in the game. It's about panic. It's not even necessarily about kick and chase as a strategy for the team and using fast players to just um, 
outrun the other team to the ball to create breakaways. A lot of times it's simply a lack of an ability to control the ball. They don't have the confidence that they can settle the ball and make a pass or dribble without it being taken away. They don't want to turn it over. So they just kick it right away. They just kick it downfield. They just want to get it away from a bad situation. And this is why programs like the upcoming one I'm working on, of course, another Impact Soccer uh, program, are so, so important. Hopefully releasing for Black Friday. It might be Cyber Monday. You need to get your touches on the ball away from your team training. It can't just be team training. You need to get so comfortable with the ball at your feet that it becomes a part of you. And this is when magic happens. Even if you're a one and two touch passer all the time, you are much better one and two touch pass if you have that master, um, if you're able to master the control of the ball. Because now you have the confidence to play one and two touch because you know, well, so what if you get it under pressure and you have to take more than one or two touches? You're perfectly capable of doing that. No worries, right? But if you play one and two touch, and even if you might be good at it, when you feel like there might be a little bit of pressure, you rush that one touch, you rush that two touch. And then that pass that's usually accurate, it's not accurate that time, and it's a turnover. So the better able you are, the better you are able to control the ball, the easier and more fun that the game becomes. Okay, so look, you'd be amazed at what 10 focus minutes a day can do for you, 10, 20 minutes a day. Um, I have a bunch of cool things coming on your way to help you out. I mentioned another impact program um, that we're definitely going to have out soon. So just look, master the ball, master the game, leads to good decision making. And then overall, you get little things lead to big, big results. Okay, you've got this, not a problem at all. Um, you know, I was going to get into some more stuff, but I think I might actually leave it there and just leave that for another episode so I can get some, <laughs> start getting episodes out once a week again. But um, one last thing I do want to mention, though, okay? Um, and I think I actually posted this in the uh, Facebook group, but I want to mention again, I think it's really important. I've actually kind of you ever notice that player, that other players think to playing against them. Um, you know, people hate it in fact playing against these players. It makes them miserable. The fans hate that player too, unless, of course, that player's on their team. Uh, so why is that? Because I'm not necessarily talking about the most talented opponent you'll face, not the biggest or the fastest or the strongest, maybe not the most technical. I'm talking about that player that doesn't let you breathe, let alone give you time to think or make a play. They are relentless. They never give up. They never stop coming. They're always in your face and keeping you under pressure. And you know they're going to do it for the entire game. They grind you down. They get on your nerves. They get into your head. They exhaust you and they make you miserable. And your head's on a swivel always looking for them. You want nothing more than for them to simply go away and leave you in peace to play your game. So here's the deal. You want to be sure you always have a spot on the team, that you're always an important player. You're always going to get time out on the pitch. Be that player I just described. The one no one wants to play against. You do that, you're always going to have a spot somewhere. Uh, I'm going to leave it there for now. Again, I got a cool new program coming out for uh, the holidays. Hopefully, I'll give it a chance. Um, I'm a little behind for reasons I met in, mentioned in a Facebook group post. And... 
I will also, when I, when I post again about it, I'll explain on that too, but I'm really looking forward to getting it out there. It's kind of been something I wanted to do for a long, long time, and it just kept getting put off for a variety of reasons, but I'm going to move forward. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it out there. Hopefully everybody's been uh, doing well, had great seasons and looking forward to um, getting whatever you're doing, indoor soccer or futsal, maybe even just a break and checking out impactsoccerperformance.com to get yourself ready for the spring season, etc. I'm going to leave it there for now. Once again, I really do appreciate all of you that listen. Hopefully, I didn't just lose the entire audience and people actually discover this episode because I know it has been a while. I, I apologize for that again. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spreading the word and letting other people know about the podcast. That's how we grow. And I'm going to leave it there and I will talk to you later. Mm-hmm.